Welcome back, Bills fans, fans of the game, fans of football. It's Blue Mouth Head with your host, Jeremy Mountain here. Shooting on a beautiful golden hour evening here in the Elmwood Village, the home studio. It's game week, baby. We're a little bit early. Next week, we'll be uh, shooting shortly before a Sunday, but as you know, the Buffalo Bills are kicking it off against the Los Angeles Rams out in LA on Thursday night football, and I am giving you the five things to watch for. Big five things. You know the drill, baby. We're finally there. I'll give you the big five things to watch, and then my three keys to victory. And then we have the return of the top five quarterback matchups of the week with huge playoff implications. You may be wondering, what are you talking about? How do these have playoff implications? And I'm going to tell you why each week. I'm going to just break it down my way. My way or the highway. Top five quarterback matchups of the week. Stick around. It's Blue Mafia. Preseason's over. It's the regular season. Finally, we're there. And I got five things for you to watch for this week, this Thursday. I was able to watch some live flyer football out at Maryville under the lights was pleased with what I saw coach Nick Todaro doing a outstanding job over there liked everything I saw they actually uh looked pretty good and I can tell that as long as that coach is there they're gonna be all right so shout out there shout out legends the Lancaster legends also friend of the pod coach Sean Brousseau mind mind of Sean Brousseau Another wonderful football mind in front of the pod. So, we got the Rams. Well, you know we love a little Western New York football. We'll talk a little bit more about that maybe later in the year. But this week we got bigger fish to fry. What are the Bills going to do week one under the lights? You know that Josh Allen is probably going to show up. You know that the Bills holistically aren't going to quit but are they going to finish under the lights we don't know because they have finished they haven't finished you know they're not the most consistent team when it truly matters bill simmons had a couple of really good points he was sort of dogging the bills a little bit in his little over under segment with cousin sale but i'll agree with one thing and that is last year the bills didn't beat anybody go back and look everybody that had any sort of uh you know sack on them in terms of having any good structure good quarterback good run game good defense all the good teams that we played the bills did not beat and we were 11 and 6 so what are we going to be this year It starts in L.A. It starts in the big lights of Thursday night with the Sunday night football crew. Chris Collinsworth is going to be jawing all over the game all night long. 
Cooper Cop is just the kind of guy that you want to go to battle with. Cooper Cup is an incredible athlete, studier of the game. I'm interested to see what he does against this Bills secondary. We've yet to see the best of the Bills defense, but the Bills defense will be tested immediately by the firepower of the Los Angeles Rams. So it's going to be an interesting one. As everybody knows, everybody's talking about it. Everybody will be watching. It'll break some records, but here's my five. One, Bills run game. What's it look like? What's it going to be? What's the O-line going to do? How is the O-line going to handle Aaron Donald? How is the O-line going to handle dirty Aaron Donald? Dirty plays Jalen Ramsey, a newcomer, Bobby Wagner from Seattle. This defense is tough. And though the Bills have a lot of firepower, I am going to be watching the run game and seeing what this Ken Dorsey-led offense is going to look like. I'm going to be patient, though. Patience is key here at Blue Mafia because there's a lot of games left on the slate until the playoffs. But what's that run game going to look like? Who's toting the load? We've got three good backs. We should be able to run the ball. The boss man being got a new running back, flash and dash, pass game, third down. Shouldn't be any excuses. Number two. The control and power struggle that I hope not to see is Sean McDermott as the king, the emperor, and Ken Dorsey as the senator or governor, whatever you want to call him. I need Dorsey to have some freedom here. I can't have Sean McDermott keeping his wrestling coach grip around the offense even though Brian Dable is not here. I can't have Sean McDermott all of a sudden have his fingerprints on this offense. I don't need that from Sean McDermott. I need him to stay on the defense and special teams and overall attitude of the team. But I can't have his fingerprints on the offense, and that's why I'm looking at the run game, because I don't want to see predictable run game as I'm sure many Bills fans don't want to see predictable run game. But I want to see Ken Dorsey's mind and ability to be creative, dictate, be proactive, and stay one step ahead of the mighty, vaunted Rams. I don't need Sean McDermott to be calling timeouts. I don't need him to be overstepping boundaries because he's on the field and he put Dorsey up in the booth because, as you know, I've been watching. Is Dorsey going to be on the booth or in the field? Joe Brady's down on the field. Ken Dorsey's up in the booth. But I don't need Sean McDermott putting his fingerprints on this 
offense. So don't want to see that power struggle. That's number two. Number three, firepower, baby. This Bills offense has got a lot of firepower, and we know it. We remember it. We've seen it. But I still think that we've yet to see the best of Josh Allen because we've seen the fire breath dragon that is Josh Allen when the chips are down. I need to see the general who's able to keep it cool under pressure, be able to hit every target with a cool sniper demeanor. Diggs, Gabe, both huge. Isaiah, everyone was talked about Isaiah for this entire offseason. I hope to see big things. He's officially graduated into a single digit. I hope to see big things. But I also hope to see big things from Knox, especially in big games like this. The Bills have firepower. And there is no excuse for not executing, finishing each play. No mistakes. No excuses. There's a lot of firepower on the offense for the Bills, and there's no excuse for not being able to put up points. Diggs, two games I think I saw against Jalen Ramsey, like four targets, two catches. Going to need something from you, Diggs. Going to need something. Number four. I'm going to be looking at the back line. Not the front four. I'll be watching the front four. But I'll be watching the linebacking shell as well as the defensive backs and safety shell. And not only at pass coverage, because pass coverage is going to be important against this Rams team, but they're going to be doing some quirky things, and it's going to be more about stability and ensuring that Matt Stafford and the rest of his Rams are not comfortable. That's one thing about Stafford and his Rams. He's tough. We've seen the, we've seen the video of him running down the field for the Lions with his arm hanging off in a game that didn't matter and nobody cared about until it was seen 10 years later on an NFL Films presentation. We've seen that Stafford can take a lick, but he ain't getting any younger. And we can knock him out of this game with one or two good, good licks. That being said, I don't need to get dirty to take him out, but I do want to get a few shots on Stafford. But one thing that the Maryville Flyers were doing last night that I love to see is gang tackling. I was talking to my father about how excited I was to see Terrell Bernard and the way that he filled a hole last week in the preseason when it didn't matter. I want to see Terrell Bernard when it matters. Is he going to bring that noise? That noise that I've been seeking the last two seasons? Talking about Hashtag playoff hits during the regular season and hashtag Super Bowl hits during the playoffs. Are these linebackers going to bring some nasty, fill the gaps, no run game, 
finish hits on the quarterback. Finish hits on the receivers. Because they're going to get open. We don't need to hold. But when you do get your contact, make them remember you. And number five is just a reminder to Bills Mafia, Blue Mafia, and all fans out there. And number 17. And that is, there's 17 games left, 16 after this, until a game that really is win or go home. So, that being said, I don't need Josh Allen to sacrifice his body for this game. He's done that. When am I going to see somebody else sacrifice their body? To get to the fucking Super Bowl. Because I've seen Josh Allen leave just about every ounce of everything out on the field. Time after time after time. There's 17 games left and we got to get this general all the way to the Super Bowl. And first step is in LA. But bottom line is. The rest of this Bills team. It's their turn to start playing like fucking 17. So three keys. One, about time for everybody to stop pussyfooting around and play like Josh Allen plays. That goes for defense, receivers, running backs, O-line, Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, Josh Allen hits harder with the ball in his hand than fucking Trey Edmonds. Tremaine. Number two, stop, cup, and Robinson, and part of that's going to be hits. I want to lay the lumber on these guys. No slow starts. Can't be having a slow start. And number three, no broken minds. This comes down to Josh Allen. Like I said, I don't need him to win the game for us. He's done that enough. When's everybody else going to start playing like him? Cool heads. Cool hand, Luke. Cool hand, Bills. Let's do it. We got Von Miller for a reason. He certainly doesn't hurt. You don't think that he brought the playbook, but... I'll give you my final prediction before the game. Uh, in the pregame dump where I'll break down what I think will end up happening throughout the game and I don't know I don't know what else to say I'm, I'm so ready for the first game I'm sure like you just like everybody else it's time it's time for some football and with that I'll kick it over to the top 5 quarterback matchups around the NFL with huge implications. Thanks for listening. Go Bills. Welcome back, Bills fans. Fans of the game. Fans of football. It's Jer's top five quarterback matchups of the week with huge implications. You know what it is. I'm giving you it all right here, right now. You ready? All right, here we go. Number five, I got Trey Lance heading to San Fran, 
Cisco, baby. No. Justin Fields is the home quarterback in Chi-Town. We'll double-check that real quick. But I got Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. And you might wonder, why do you have that on here? Well, because I think both of these guys are going to have a fun game this weekend. Not a lot of pressure. It is in Chi-Town. Justin Fields, everyone talks about how the Bears don't have an O-line or any receivers, but... I have Cole Komet. I like him. I've always liked him out of Notre Dame. And Trey Lance. I'm excited to see what this kid's got when the lights go on. And Kyle Shanahan's going to make it probably very easy on him. Very rudimentary. Very elementary. But at the same time, they have a lot of weapons. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. And the fans will probably start asking questions if Trey Lance doesn't do too hot in the beginning. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, Shanny does with the young quarterback. Does he let it rip and just see if he goes off for 400, maybe throws a couple picks, or does he try and keep the old buck reined in, you know? And then on the other side, Justin Fields back up against the wall. Um, I like him. He's always been pretty fearless. Weather's still nice. It's going to be a beautiful game. I think that one's going to be fun. And now, thanks to NFL Plus, we can watch all these games very easily. Number two, big, big implications already. Week one, AFC West matchup. I got Father Derek Carr heading to Justin Herbie Hancock. Big, Big expectations for the AFC West. Big expectations for both of these quarterbacks this year. Derek Carr has his little buddy back out on the outside. They kicked Gruden out of there. They've got Josh McDaniels, the second coming of Bill Belichick, guy that's never really done much as a coach outside of New England, but everybody loves to talk about this Vegas team. No longer Oakland, but still the Raiders. Also, another fun fun program that also moved sad sad story glad the bills haven't moved but the san diego chargers have moved to the los angeles chargers and they also play in sofi and i think it's kind of weird that there's two la teams um but hey I believe the I believe the Chargers are supposed to have their own stadium. I don't know. What do I know? Either way, I know that Herbie Hancock is an absolute baller. My dad was always big on Justin Herbert. You've heard me talk about him here on the pod. I wish that he would get a little bit more psycho of an attitude. But he is electric. He has a rip cord. He can rip that ball about 45 yards on a rope, no questions asked. And Father Derek, everybody's looking at you, bud. What are you going to do this year? Two of my buddies this year, Maddie and B-Law, both have him in fantasy. I have Devontae Adams in the Olive Garden League. Shout out, Phil. Sorry I couldn't make it to the draft. Got home a little bit late, but I was actually glad to draft him home because I like my team. Got another draft tomorrow down at my Aunt Cindy's house, so I'm looking forward to that rejoining that league after a couple year hiatus but that league is always fun 
So we'll be keeping you up to speed on the team. You can hear me peppering in here and there. I'm not going to bore you with my fantasy team, but I'm going to shout him out. I do have Devontae this year, and two of my buddies have Carr. So I'm going to be watching that. I am not a Carr fan. I'm kind of a Carr hater. But I'm kind of rooting for him. I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. He's a pretty good guy. But deep down, I know that he was probably a little asshole to Josh Allen as they grew up in Fresno together. But anyways, I got Herbie Hancock all the way on that one. He's my fantasy quarterback. I took him in the third round after Devontae, Kamara, then Herbie, then Zeke. Or maybe Zeke first, but... I think I was the last pick or second last pick in that in that draft. So Travers Fields, I got Trey Lance because 49ers are way better and the Bears line sucks. And Derek is gonna probably look good, but I think because it's in LA, I got uh that should be interesting. Does Vegas and Oakland show up in LA big time there? I still got Herbie. I still got Herbie. Herbie and Brandon Staley, who's so funny. I love listening to that guy talk. He's awesome. Number three, I got little Kyler and Cliff hosting Big Andy and Big Patty. Big Patty Mahomes loses his cheetah, picks up a couple new hogs up front, couple new weapons on the outside, a Juju Bean. He's going to be fine. Sky Moore is going to be a great football player. Andy Reid's just so creative. They now have some new hogs up front, and it's going to be interesting to see what Kyler Murray looks like this year. Does the guy just end up quitting and playing baseball or what? He got the big contract. He doesn't have his big receiver on the outside. They got Zach Ertz for him last year. I like Cliff Kingsbury, don't get me wrong, but I'm sort of like getting impatient here because the guy's a millionaire. There he is. Oh, no, that's uh, Alex Smith. It was his weird leg. Christ. Fucking Civil War leg. Ah. But Cliff Kingsbury, let's go, man. Build the notebook house. Move it. Move it. Let's go. I'm going Chiefs there, if you can't tell. Because I'm not sold on the Cardinals. J.J. Watt, D-Hop, Zach Ertz, Island of Misfit Toys surrounded with this little quarterback. They cut Trace McSorley. So fuck them. That's what I say. Number four. These are really in no particular order. Um... They're just good games, all of them. And that's why I do this podcast is because I almost want to remember these times because despite all these shitty times around us, football is just such a great thing. And it's nice to uh, practice this podcast because there is other people doing podcasts. And, you know, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate you. But I know there's other stuff out there you could listen to instead. But ultimately, it's just to keep a record keep a record of this stuff and the way I perceive it and who I am and who I was and what I think and football is something that's always been important to me and eventually hopefully maybe I'll make a full-time living out of it somehow but ultimately 
it's hard to choose the top five quarterback matchups every week because each week there's so many good guys playing against each other with implications and it's hard to nail down which which games are the best top five but you know a little bit of a tangent but these are in no particular order because they're all excellent games and that's why you should get that nfl plus so you can check these out um number four baker versus the browns it's like wwf how do you write this story the guy takes the browns to the playoffs you guys know the story i don't need to tell you too much about it but personally i've always been sort of a baker fan i watched these oklahoma games and baker was a baller baker was a baller for cliff kingsbury at texas tech He's going to be a baller in Carolina. He's going to bring the fucking the ceiling down. He's going to bring the noise. If he doesn't get hurt, I like the Panthers' chances as a dark horse. I, You heard it here first. Look back on this season. I already said it, but that's going to be fun. And poor Jacoby Brissett. Hopefully he does okay, but look out for Dobbs. Give Dobbs a shot. Maybe he got cut. I'm not sure, but I love that Dobbs, man. What a baller. Honorable mention, Steelers. Honorable mention, Steelers versus Burrow. But we'll be talking about Burrow. And we already talked about Mitch so many times this year. So another guy we've talked about quite a bit is our number five quarterback matchup of the week. And that's because it's an AFC East matchup. It's got implications. It's got implications in this Buffalo Bills season. And that is Tua Tuggy versus Mac Jones. Understated rivalry. Couple Alabama guys. Couple Nick Saban guys. Playing under Belichick. Young coach Mike McDaniel. The Dolphins are going to be good, man. Telling you guys, look out for the Dolphins. They're going to be a problem. And Mike McDaniel seems like that kind of crazy genius that's going to make them a problem. So I got Baker beating the Browns just because Jacoby's playing. And Mac's got to go all the way down to Miami to think that Miami takes that one because it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot, baby. We like it hot here. Hope you like it hot. Chill out with that Blue Mafia, baby. Hope you guys have a good week. Go Bills. I'll give you that last final prediction on the pregame dump. BlueMafia.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. Love ya.